Shabbos Dav Kuf Chofei. We plan on making a one-of-a-kind siyum from Masech the Shabbos on Zoom, where all the viewers from all over the world, from Australia, from South Africa, from Muncie, from Borough Park, from Chicago, Switzerland, England, Italy, many, many more, are all going to join us on Zoom. Each location, each city, is going to have one place where everybody's going to gather, and we're going to transmit. There's going to be speech from there. So we have Yossi Klein from Superior Piping in, or Plumbing, in Muncie, says that he's willing to take on, he wants to be the representative of Muncie, and he's going to organize the Muncie Affair, and he wants to put advertising in the papers, etc., etc. So thank you, Yossi Klein. According to everybody, if you have a broken piece of a Kli, it's not Mukta if you're in a Chatzar. Because in a Chatzar, there's always something you can use that broken piece for to cover a battle, etc. If you're in a Carmelist, there's Machlegis. According to Shmuel, there's nothing you can cover in a Carmelist, you're not going to find open battles, Mukta. According to Rav Nachman, there's spit on the floor that, let's say you're sitting and schmoozing, you want to cover that spit. According to Rav, it goes even further. Since it's a Kli, and it's not Mukta in a Chatzar, so you can never remove that name of a Kli from it, so even in Rosh Hashanah, it's not Mukta. In fact, there's a story, Rav's shoes got really dirty with mud, and his Shamish came, and he found a piece of earthenware on the side in Rosh Hashanah, and he started scraping off the mud. So Talmudim started screaming, Shabbos, Shabbos, what are you doing? Says Rava, these Talmudim, not only they're Amaratim, they never learned the Halacha, but they go and they spread their mistakes to other people. It's not Moktza. Since it's a clean in Rosh Hashanah, so it's a clean in Rosh Hashanah. If you have a broken barrel, but the lid is intact, you're allowed to move both the lid and the broken pieces, provided that you don't smooth out the broken pieces of the barrel in order to make it a nice cover, that would constitute Makkah If you threw out the lid, into the garbage. Depends when you threw it out. If you threw it out before Shabbos, you're showing it's no longer necessary, it's not a Kli, so therefore it is Mokta. If you threw it out in Shabbos, it's too late, you can't take something that's a Kli already and say now it's not a Kli. What if you take a shirt, a perfectly good shirt thrown in the garbage, any kind of begot, even if you throw it out on Thursday into the garbage, it's not Mokta, it's still considered a shirt. You cannot take a perfectly good Kli and make it a, non-good, a non-Kli. A, a broken piece of reed mat is not mukta because it serves the same purpose as a very a very large mat. A large mat could cover dirt, could cover waste, so too small pieces could cover dirt. A piece of a, a talus gadol, a talus of a mitzvah, up until three fingers is is considered a beged. Less than three fingers, even a poor person doesn't keep. But if it's not a talus shal mitzvah, then even less than three fingers has purposes. If you have broken pieces of a oven. Oven is made out of earthenware. And we're talking about an oven that was already had hesegrisha, meaning it was heated up and hardened. According to Rameir and Rebbe Yaakov, which the Allah is always like Rebbe Yaakov, you could carry these pieces the same reason we said before. You could yes, they don't serve as an oven, but they could serve as a battle cap. Review this says battle cap is considered noilat. It was just created right now, therefore it's moksa. Ravashi says we're talking about you want to take a piece of an oven and put it sideways and bake lafa pita on top of it. Now typically you bake it sideways, vertically. Says we're married to Rabbi Yehuda, don't you agree to me in this case that it's not muksa, it remains with the same usage? Since I'm using a, a broken piece of an oven as a real oven, it should remain a kli. Says Rabbi Yehuda, no. Because beforehand the fire was on the bottom and the lafas and the pitas were vertical. Now the fire is outside and the lafas are horizontal. It's not serving the same way and therefore it's muksa. Rabbi says we have a machlekes, whether or not broken pieces of an oven that that were not connected to the ground, according to Rabbi Yudha, that's not considered an oven at all. It's not considered an oven. It's mukta. It's not a kli. According to Chachamim, it's considered an oven, and therefore it's not mukta.
And the Gemara tells us they learn it from different psukim, yutats, and tamei yulochem. Rabbi Lazar and Yaakov says, a cover of a kli does not need a handle. Says the Mishnah, if you take a stone in order to put weight on a pumpkin pail, so that the pail goes in and can draw water, if you tie it properly to the pail, it's not mukta, it becomes part of the pail. If you have a stone, similar case, a stone on top of a barrel, you can take the barrel, tilt it, that's tiltum and and the stone falls off. What if you're concerned that the stone will break another barrel? You lift the entire barrel up, move it to the side, and tilt it over there. That's in a case where you completely forgot about the stone. What if you didn't forget about the stone? You put it there purposely. So we have Machlekes, Rab Ami and Rabasi. What Rabbi Yechonon said. Rab Ami says that the barrel becomes a buses to the stone. And therefore the, the barrel becomes mukta. Buses to the is mukta. And he says that it's very different than a pail. In the pail, it was tied down with a string or something. Over here, the stone is just laying there. And Rabami holds that you don't need to take action when it comes to, sorry, you need to take action when it comes to making a stone non-mukta. You have to tie it to a pail or something of that sort. Ravasi says the opposite. If you put a stone on top of a barrel, it's completely not mukta because you, you created a covering for the barrel. And it's not similar to, to the case in our Mishnah where you put a stone into a pumpkin when it's not tied down that you're not allowed to use it. Because over there it just becomes bottle, it's going to fall out. And Rav Asi holds, you don't have to take action on a stone. Similarly we see, when Rebbe came to a certain city, he told his Talmudim, go out and make those stones designated for sitting on them on Shabbos. So we have the same exact machlaikas. According to Rav Ami, there was no action taken, and all they did was, they designated in their head, so that they shouldn't have to move it on Shabbos, and the stones are mokta. And Rav Asi says, there was action taken. By them cleaning off the stones, that is the action necessary. Rabbi Yossi ben Shol says what happened over there with Rebbe was was a bunch of beams and there were miyach the beams and Rabbi Yossi says it wasn't beams it was a special piece of wood a feeler for a boat. Now, if you say it was beams a feeler for a boat is different because a feeler for a boat people are very careful with it's an expensive piece of equipment and that would remain mukta. Says the Mishnah if I have a pail and I tie the pail to a vine the only way that vine is not mukta and I'm allowed to use the pail is if I tie it otherwise I cannot use it. Even Rabbi Shimon Gamaliel that typically says, you don't have to take action. You just think about it and have intent in your head and make something like a vine, a stone, uh, a piece of palm tree. I can make it non-mukta with a thought. But in this case, he would agree you have to tie it. Two reasons. Either because we're talking about that the vine is still attached to the ground and it's within three tefachim of the ground. Or because the vine is so soft, we're concerned, he'll have left over and will be sticking out and he'll cut it off. And cutting it off on Shabbos is makimipatish and asur. So we made exera. If a person has shutters, so according to Rabbi Lezer, the Mishnah says, these shutters, in order to close up a window on Shabbos, they have to be hanging and tied. According to Hacham, it's not necessary. And the Gemara explains what that means. There's an iser to make a rooftop on Shabbos, even on Yantif. And there's a machlaikas, what if you already have a partial roof, can you add to the roof? The same machlaikas would apply, although it's a very different case, on a vertical wall, by a shutter. Now, Typically, there is no mechitza on Shabbos. There's no isr to build a wall on Shabbos. Rabbi Lezer holds that since it looks like you are building, even though it's a temporary shutter, but it's a permanent wall, it's asr. And Chacham say it's not asr. Have a wonderful day.